Good day, this is Dr. Francisca coming to you from the greatest sex life ever. Thank you for joining me and I trust that you are ready for us to engage and talk about sex. Talking about sex, I want to let you know that our book is out. The Greatest Sex Life Ever, God's Sexual Blueprint. This is a book co-authored with myself and my husband, Dr. Titch. And today I'm going to share with you some basics and foundation about marriage. So the first scripture reading I want to read to you is taken from the book of Mark chapter 10. And these are the words of Jesus himself. Moses was speaking or rather asking Jesus the question about divorce. And what is the situation pertaining to divorce? We are in a world and a society where divorce has become so rampant. There's so much divorce in the church, outside of the church. It's almost as though it, ha it has become uh, something that we cannot say is immune to a believer. And so what is it that we now need to put and safeguard from this uh, pandemic of divorce in marriage? So Jesus replied and he says to them, yes, Moses wrote this exception for you because you are hard-hearted. Right there is one of the challenges we find pertaining to any uh, progress in marriage or overcoming situations in marriage. It is the hardness of our hearts. And in any area that you want, particularly pertaining to sex, this book right here will begin to give you principles and walk with you, you know, in a place where you've been heartbroken, in a place where your heart has felt hard towards your spouse, your husband, your wife. Take note that when you have a copy of this book, if you buy this book, go through the pages, the Lord will help you and deliver you from hard-heartedness towards any issue. And Jesus goes on to say, but from the beginning, God created male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his parents and be wedded to his wife. There we have it loud and clear that when marriage is all about a man leaving his parents, a woman leaving her parents, and the two coming together. And the husband and wife will be joined as one flesh. And after that, they no longer exist as two, but one flesh. So there you have it, Jesus says, what God has joined together, no one has the right to split apart. So one of the keys for us to enjoy the greatest sex life ever is to understand we need to operate as one. The two, husband and wife, coming together as one. And is it not amazing how in marriage, the coming together on, the, on our sexual bed or in the place of intimacy has become so far-fetched. It's something that probably happens once a week, once, in, once a month, ever so often. But it is not so according to God's blueprint of marriage. We also begin to see how important it is to establish this unity factor so that we can get to the place of the intimacy in bed as one. So allow me to share these few scriptures and pull your heart to becoming one with your spouse. If you have felt so far away from your spouse, if you have felt distance away from your spouse, before you get into anything, I want you to get into the word of God. God himself is our helper. He has given us the Holy Spirit. He has given us his word to be able to help us through, get into that place where we can engage in the unity and the oneness. Amos chapter 3 verse 3 says, Can two 
walk together unless they are in agreement. So it is important that you go back to the fundamentals of where your journey of marriage started and begin to establish what was that agreement that we had right from the beginning. God is not a man that he should lie, or neither the son of man that he should repent. Whatever God has said and established from the beginning will always stand. He will not turn back from his word. He will not turn back from that plan and purpose that he had in your marriage right from the beginning. Now I want you to imagine that place where you had such great joy, that place where you had butterflies. Right now the butterflies may not be there, but I want you to just close your eyes and go back to that place of walking together in agreement and begin to pull on that, begin to call that in prayer with God as a first step to establishing you stepping into the greatest sex life ever. Now we also see in Ecclesiastes chapter 4 from verse 9 to 12, it talks about how two is better than one because when one falls, the other is there to pick them up. But not only the two of you, but it goes on to say that a three-folded cord cannot be easily broken. So you need to understand there is importance of unity in your marriage and when we bring in the Holy Spirit, the third person in your marriage, he establishes you to be at a point where you can build your life, your marriage and build your sex life. We are talking about sex because it is an important ingredient in marriage. Sometimes they begin to talk and say sex has been overrated. We speak about it, you know, as though it's something that's, you know, um, as the only important thing in marriage, but we want to establish and bring it back to what is it that God had formulated right from the beginning. So the unity, the harmony, very, very important for us to be able to step into it. And when you do that, you land yourself, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 4. Let's just, I'll turn there. Are you enjoying talking about sex? At any time, they click the link below. There is the link to our website and you'll be able to get access to the book if you want to purchase it. But not only that, you'll be able to get access to myself and Dr. Titch and we can engage and talk more about sex and get your sex life to where God ordained it to be. Hebrews chapter 13, honor the sanctity of marriage and keep your vows of purity to one another. For God will judge sexual immorality in any form whether single or married. Honor the sanctity of marriage because God will judge your sexuality. So I believe God is looking down on us and as married people, he's checking. Is your sexual life pleasing to God or is it not pleasing? There's two ways to look at it. Either the sex is non-existent in your marriage and that is not pleasing to God or their sexual immorality. Again, that is not pleasing to God. So what is it that will please God? What will please God is the fact that you and your spouse are coming together and enjoying sex as God ordained it to be. Therefore, allow me to give you three more examples that will you know, illustrate how God is looking down in your marriage bed and ask yourself, is God pleased with this. Genesis chapter 4 
Genesis chapter 4, verse 1. And Adam knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, and said, I've gotten a man from the Lord. And Adam knew his wife. Remember, so God created Adam and Eve. And here we see the example how Adam and Eve came together, you know, in sexual oneness and we see the fruit of children, obviously. And so that's an example that God was looking down on Adam and Eve and he was pleased with that. The second example I want us to look at is 1 Samuel chapter 19. Again, we see Hannah and Elkanah and Hannah was praying for a child. But after that, it says, and they arose up in the morning early and worshiped before the Lord and returned and came to their house to Ramah and Elkanah knew Hannah his wife and the Lord remembered her again God was looking down on Hannah and Elkanah and God was pleased with the fact that they had intimacy together lastly we see Isaac and Rebekah and it says in Genesis 26 verse 8 and it came to pass when he had been there long time that Abimelech king of the Philistines looked out of the window and saw and beheld Isaac was caressing Rebekah, his wife. So clearly these examples show us that God, you know, looks at the marriage bed. He wants to see fruitfulness. In fact, the King James actually says, and Isaac was sporting with his wife, Rebekah. So my question is, are you having a great sports activity in your marriage? When God sees great sporting happening, caressing, as this version says, he is pleased with that. But where does that come from? It comes from obtaining that unity. Strive for that unity. Psalm 133 says, you know, for where there is unity, there God commands the blessing. And the devil is after your marriage. The devil is after ensuring that there's strife and division. Because when there's strife and division, he knows that there can be no sexual harmony and sexual intimacy. So let's talk about sex. Let's engage on this topic where we've seen a high rate of divorce. We've seen high rates of adultery that takes place, you know, in the place that takes place in marriages. So let us help one another. Let's speak about these things. And again, of course, the tool that we have provided for you, this book, click on the link below to the website, order your book, and you, you will be so grateful because you will step into the greatest sex life ever. Thank you so much, and we will keep talking about sex. And this is Dr. Francisca. Catch you next time. One has to earn the right to sit at the table of extraordinary. I refuse to limit God. Partnership is the way to accelerate what God is doing in your life. The Bible says a man's gift will make room for him and bring him before the great. What is your gift? Because time is going to multiply back to you whatever you deposit into. And he says, because of what you have done, my God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Life. When you come into the house of God, you are in an environment that potentially could make you a great leader. A great I want to encourage you today. You're about to catch your biggest net of fish. You're about to catch your biggest deal. You're about to step into a level of business that will redefine your business forever.